Actually, I, I feel like I've been bringing the heat lately. <laughs> you just, have been bringing... just the old curmudgeon heat that, I, that I they're not it. used to. <laughs> Welcome to Wrecked Podcast. I am Bunchu alongside my esteemed colleague and co-host, Chamber. Chamber, how you doing, buddy? Doing pretty good, man. How are you doing on this fine December morning? Oh, I am just fabulous. I'm coming in hot this morning, fresh off of a doctor's visit in which I was told I was overweight and <laughs> highly col- uh, cholesterolic, if that's a word. <laughs> um, basically, I- I'm not sure if I'll make it to next episode, but here we are, and I am horned. I love it. Uh, I- uh, horned Bunchu is the only Bunchu. Um, Horned Bunchu is just, <laughs> that's, uh, that is something there. That's uh, going on my tombstone. <laughs> Horned Bunchu. Uh, um, I, I know what you're going through, man. Um, as I get older, like I remember being like 28 and, you know, being a, whatever, you know, not taking care of myself and drinking and smoking and eating whatever I want. I'm like. And I would always say to myself, I'm like, oh, like, you know, you've never heard of a 28-year-old getting a heart attack. Uh, now I'm getting to that age <laughs> yeah, where I'm like... Totally. I'm like, man, I've totally heard of 36-year-olds getting yeah, a heart attack. I've definitely I got heard, like yeah, exactly. two more years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, dude. You're not yeah. kidding. So that's... And, yeah. and, you know, like, I'm at this existential crisis right at the moment where, you know, I'm about to have a, a child, my first child. So, like, you know, when you're thinking about... You know what? It, what are your fatherly duties, right? Uh, uh, like, what does it mean to to be a dad? Yeah. You know, I think I think number one is is stay alive, right? Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I'd probably say it's number three. Three. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think health. Uh, you want a life insurance policy? Number one. Okay. So, well, I have that. So, all right, we're good. That's number one. I feel like if if worst case happens, you know, you want a, a, a fairly decent payout. Um, for your family to take care of. So you want to be worth more dead than alive, I think is what it comes down to. Um, but uh, I, but see, like, I don't know if that's true. Like, it, financially, sure, right? But like, right. you know... No, emotionally, no. It's, emotionally, <laughs> I think, you know, the emotional toll a dead dad takes is... Uh, we all have, yeah, we all I have think those friends. Far, far worse, uh, you know. Yeah. So I would I would argue it's number one. Number two, I would say, is the financial Life insurance. Aspect. All right, yes. okay, all right. That, that all would right. be my, my categories there. I'm not saying I'm a good father. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm not even sure you have to be. Like, no, you no. just... You know, <laughs> you no, just so need right. to be alive. Just be around. Just, mm-hmm. just be around. Be alive. Uh, you're, you're probably right there. But yes, I think that uh, it's we're coming into a, a time in our life where we, I think we need to make some uh, smart decisions because uh, yeah, I've yeah, been playing so, uh, fast. I've been playing fast and loose for a long time. Me too, and that's like the problem that I'm facing in my in my life these days. Uh, you know, a, a little deep just to start the podcast, but I I saw somebody tweet the other day, which I thought was uh, hilarious. That said, uh, I don't know who it was, but I feel like our podcast has become a lot of this lately. Is uh, said, why do guys start podcasts instead of going to therapy? <laughs> <laughs> it's I never thought of it that way but you're a hundred percent right there are so many guys uh, that have podcasts and you're you're it's it, it's such it's a way you can be you can just talk about you know what's going on in your life you can get it off your chest um, because you know back in the day you just push it down with some brown and uh, <laughs> you know <laughs> uh, and away you went that's funny yeah I mean. I don't know. It's uh, pretty interesting to know, but but you know, so that's what's going on in my in my life these days. So well, that's good. You know what? We'll we'll make you know what after. Let's let's get through Christmas, okay? Because we all know what's going to happen during the holidays. It's not going to be great. Uh, you know, it's going to be shameful what we put our bodies through. Uh, but I think in the new year we make a commitment 
to ourselves and to our families to 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 really turn a corner. What do you think? I, I agree. I mean, look, I've been you're already going to the gym. gym. You're already like uh, yeah. you know buff buff guy already. Uh, you know, <laughs> going to the gym. <laughs> and I am uh, surely not a a buff guy. By in my mind, way. that's all it is. It's just, it's just you pressing you know four hundred pound. No, I don't even, dude. Or, I don't even lift. I don't even know weights. what you do there. I don't even lift weights. I'm, uh, I'm a cardio king because I know that's my my problem. So, I do. How's uh, the scenery at the gym, by the way? Uh, I go so early. It's it's me and this one old lady that's there every morning, and she wants, I think, wants to hang out with me. Nice, um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't you know, you can't get those chicks pregnant, right? <laughs> that's so <laughs> fucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that is something else <laughs> oh well, man anyway good so to be back we've yeah we've got uh we've got some stuff going on lately in the crypto markets how are you feeling today versus uh you know where we've been the last couple of days i mean I, our last couple of shows i feel like the last couple shows we've been here um you know uh flirting with euphoria and I don't know if that's the case at the moment. So it's, what it's, are, what are yeah, you feeling like? It's definitely calmed down. Um, we're in that in-between because I, I say prior to, you know, Bitcoin and Ethereum kind of running a little bit, you know, more specifically Bitcoin, uh, there was uh, definitely an alt season, uh, like in the, DeFi, in the DeFi area. And then Bitcoin did its thing killed everything else killed momentum for everything and now bitcoin's you know it hasn't really tanked uh it hasn't really broken 20k it's just kind of flirting around there i think we got into the 17s uh overnight um we're back at about 18.4 right now um so we're kind of just floating around in this area Uh, in my opinion we're just kind of building um building a ceiling so when we break through it becomes a floor you know what i mean you kind of want to the more time you spend at this level you know, if and when we do break out of it, it becomes a, a lot stronger support, right? So if you can kind of build a nice uh, foundation here by printing a few dailies that are, you know, between 17 and 19K, I think that's good. Um, provide some, like I said, provide some 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 stability uh, if and when we retest it once we blow by. Um, but yeah, I, I could I, I would love for alts to be moving right now if, if that's the case, if, if we kind of just work our way in this area uh on big on the bitcoin side um hopefully maybe we get some some movement in the alts um and that could last you know a couple a couple of weeks like i'd say between three to six weeks uh, and then you know bitcoin can, bitcoin can go back to doing its thing that's what so i hope you're calling for alt season here maybe like a january alt season yeah maybe wow okay maybe i don't know I, that would be nice because uh the little crypto that i do have left is in the tank yeah, I mean... I, uh, by the way, you know, um, have you ever done Secret Santa? I know, I'm familiar with Yankee Swap, but not Secret Yankee Santa. Swaps. <laughs> oh, very similar to Secret Santa, you know. Right. Um, it's, you know, you get somebody in the in the draw. Right. And you, um, you know, you buy a gift for them. I'm actually just going to send a bag of shit <laughs> to the doorstep of the strong developers. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. Just a I, just a whopping bag of doo doo. What I, a what a horrible, horribly executed, uh, horrible project that turned out to be. And I, I know I, that you still have faith. I don't. Do, I I don't. Uh, I don't necessarily agree with that. With that. Okay. Emotion. Can you tell me why? And uh, let's let's give the people in case they haven't heard me talk or you talk about strong before. Let's let's just give it a little bit of airtime here because this is my therapy session. All Literally right. every day, it's down another five, ten, fifteen, twenty percent. Right. And, and again, and it's already down ninety percent from the top. <laughs> Correct. And you're okay, looking at okay. So now, please make your case. Okay. So. <laughs> 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 I'm looking at on the Ethereum pair myself. That's where, you know, because I'm trying to make more Ethereum from my Ethereum, you know what I mean? Because I traded it. So I'm not necessarily looking at USD. So the the, the goal behind this, it, it's great if it goes up in USD, but if I'm losing in Ethereum, you know, I could have just held Ethereum and been ahead, right? So I want to make more Ethereum on this. Um, obviously, when it launched, like we bought in prior to uh, the launch of 
the platform. So what are you down in Ethereum at the moment? Oh, but I'm not great. Um, okay, that, so okay, point. Yeah, I, keep I, going. I, I, <laughs> it's not great. Um, so the tokenomics, I, I think we're we're not the best um, at at the offset uh, when they launched the platform. Uh, so they recalibrated the tokenomics. They have like a, a governing platform that you can you can vote for changes within the within the platform within the tokenomics. So they they fix that, um, and it's honestly it's, it, it comes down to the it comes down to a lot of timing with anything, right? Timing is key. And when they launched this, it was kind of at the end of the DeFi, you know, mania, and then they they there was definitely a misstep on the tokenomics, which fucking tanked it. Uh, and then by the time they rectified it, the sizzle of DeFi was kind of on the outs, uh, or at least it wasn't as the the euphoria wasn't there anymore. So it didn't see the you know it didn't necessarily see that lift because of it. Um, and then couple that with um, they they did a ninety six percent token burn. So the total supply dropped. So you know you're down ninety percent. Well, they burnt ninety six percent of the tokens. So uh there the 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 amount of tokens are far less than where we started the price uh, is the same but the price is the same you're 100 <laughs> percent right the price has not been affected by what they've done with the tokenomics now i think in my opinion that is due to what we're seeing in alts nothing really you know we saw ripple move some we saw xlm move some but nothing really else in especially in 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 low cap or even mid cap has moved so it's it's actually in my opinion it's just suffering from what's happening to the 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 rest of the DeFi alts um, that are sub hundred million dollars or sub whatever fifty million dollars um, that are not seeing any sort of 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 momentum. I think now the the whole program behind Strong is is like they have it's it's a, the the whole team is completely doxed. These are these are professionals. That have done other projects. I think they were with uh, EOS prior to. Um, so the, the, it's not like they're gonna, you know, it's not these anonymous people that are out there, which is, you know, in my opinion, is a positive. Um, and you know, they're they're continuously working on it. They're not, you know, they're. I, I think I think we'll see a lot of benefits once we see any sort of alt season. Um, they're allowing you to access. I think at one point they had like thirty five percent of the nodes on the new Ethereum network. Uh, when it first launched, so there are a lot. The whole idea behind Strong is uh, basically to to create Ethereum nodes uh, far far much easier than it currently is, and then having them on their platform, you also get paid out in Strong as well. So, but um, like I can't even stake or claim or anything because it costs too much. Well, they just switched. So uh, I want to say late last week they switched to version three. Which my which slowly migrated like I, I had so I had I forget how much but I had a good chunk of rewards that I couldn't take out the other day, even for a couple of weeks I tried to take them out but you're right it was like hundred and fifty dollars to you know to 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 take out the uh, the rewarded tokens that I got and again they had to because they were transitioning from version two to version three what they were doing is they were going to migrate those. Uh, those reward tokens themselves at their you know I, I don't know if there's a cost associated for them but it wasn't costing me anything so now in version three those rewards you can unstake them it's it's no problem it cost me like a dollar fifty the other day i unstaked everything and now i have i'm not staking anymore on the platform now i'm, I'm just waiting for why are you not anymore um because i don't want to Again, with it, because because everything happens so fast, I get to a point where it's just like, okay, whenever this, whenever it moves, I, you know, I want to be ready. I want to have everything ready to sell, because I do want to get it. You know, as as you do with anything, once something moves big, I like to get out of it and then find that new smaller project to to go into. So I want to I want to have flexibility for when you know the time comes when alt season comes back or we have a, we have a little alt season um, and ideally that will see some benefit there just because of the token burn like i said it's the market cap versus how many tokens there are is it's crazy so uh we, we should see you know I, I don't know what the price is what my price prediction is but uh you know a three a three to five hundred dollar 
strong token, in, in my opinion, is not out of the realm of possibility in the I next. I think you're outside of your mind. I, <laughs> that's it. Again, we'll see. I, I've been wrong I before. Tell the people the current price. Uh, what is it right now? I don't know. Like, 50, like 20, 50, $29? Yeah. yeah. When was the last time you even looked at this? $50. I, don't, I, got, I look at it. I'm, I'm looking at it. If it was $50, the, I'd be out of this thing. Well, we, we definitely. It's $26. And when was the last time it was $50? Not that uh, long ago. I don't know. How old are you? <laughs> old Jesus enough to get a heart Christ. attack. <laughs> Uh, I'm looking at it versus Ethereum. So Not I'm, in the last seven days. Uh, two weeks ago, it hit $50. Yeah, I, th- I thought, yeah. Two weeks. That, okay, that's not too bad. Yeah, and it's down 50% from there. But, yeah, I, again, that's to Ethereum. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's to Ethereum. Uh, the price of Ethereum is also down too, right? So at $50, the price of Ethereum would have been, you know, I think it was at $630. You know what I mean? So it is relative to what the price of Ethereum is now. What's the price of Ethereum today? Uh, the uh, price of Ethereum at the current moment is, let me see here, according to CoinGecko, that would be $572. So yeah. not crazy Not too low. crazy. Not, You're right. Not yeah. too crazy low. No, not too crazy low. So, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, again, I, I just think just with the, the burn itself and it, and it hasn't, moved really since that big burn i think it's it's due uh and and you do see a lot of positive like i do kind of watch twitter and see the feedback and there is some there is some positive momentum it sounds like in the you know in in that area so we'll see we'll see what happens but nothing as of right now in the alt market is doing anything really um so it's it's really hard to like pivot out of positions to get into a new one i think you just gotta kind of have to wait uh, and hopefully the bags you have move and then you can get out of them and ideally get into something else before something else moves but that's that's my plan it's not a great plan all right well i think they can fuck themselves in the nose so (laughs) that's how i feel about it um but we've you know there's two perspectives on uh, an altcoin one from somebody who's very salty the other from a community member <laughs> you don't want to be either of us <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, anyway well i mean that was the most crypto we've talked in the beginning of the show for quite some time so yeah. shall we get to the news yeah let's do it let's get to the news <laughs> All right, what do you got for us, my friend? Let's talk. Let's talk about Coinbase. Um, we were talking about the DeFi. Uh, you know, we were just talking about the DeFi alt season that we had a couple of months ago. Um, and this is from the Block Crypto. Coin uh, crypto exchange received nearly 159 million web visits in November, um, according to the data from SimilarWeb, with Binance and Coinbase scoring significant month-over-month gains. Uh, So according to the data, Binance saw 44.74 million visits in November, compared to 31.46 in October, a 42.2% gain. Um, And that's kind of what I was talking about the DeFi. Um, At that time, back in October, we were definitely talking... Uh, about the volume that was going into, you know, uh, Uniswap and SushiSwap and these, these, um, these DEXs. And now that that season is over, it looks like your more traditional exchanges uh, are, are seeing that volume again. So uh, Coinbase drew in some 37.48 million visits uh, in November. That's a 64% gain compared to October's 22.86 million. Um, so uh, pretty significant jumps month over month. Uh, crypto exchanges such as Kraken, Upbit, Bitflyer, and Bitstamp saw increases, whereas others such as OKS, OKX and BitMEX uh, saw declines, but OKX had an issue and BitMEX had its own issue, so that doesn't shock me there. Uh, it goes on to say here, OKX's decline is perhaps expected given uh, that, it, that it moved to suspend user funds withdrawals in mid-October and <laughs> resume them on November 27th. So yeah, probably going to see a decline there. Um, so yeah, so uh, more traditional exchanges, centralized exchanges, seeing big jumps uh, from October to November, which doesn't really shock me. Interesting. Well, uh, what are your, why, why doesn't it shock you? 
Um, again, just the just the DeFi kind of fizzling out. Bitcoin pumping, which brings in, you know, it, I don't know how much retail we saw of an increase. You know what I mean? Like new retail consumers. But if you're going to be a retail consumer, you're probably going to go to Coinbase and you're probably going to go to Binance is probably the two that you're going to. Once you have that Bitcoin, maybe you want to get some of that. You know, we saw <laughs> shout out to uh, TikTok, who's the TikTok guy on Twitter, uh, TikTok investor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, when you see those people losing it about Ripple and XLM and, and these things, like you have to go to you know Coinbase or you have to go to Binance uh, to get those things. So that doesn't shock me. Interesting. All right. Well, I mean, here we go with this one. This is interesting story here. And I'm sure you all know about MicroStrategy and Sailor, who's the Bitcoin bull, bull, bull. Uh, this story, I I have mixed feelings on. MicroStrategy wants to raise $400 million via convertible notes and buy Bitcoin with the net proceeds. Okay. Business intelligence firm MicroStrategy said Monday that it plans to raise $400 million in senior convertible notes and use the net proceeds to buy Bitcoin. Per press release from MicroStrategy, the firm will raise $400 or $400 million aggregate principal amount of convertible senior notes due 2025 uh, in private offering to qualified institutional buyers per Reliance Rule 144A under the Security Act, blah, blah, blah. The notes will be unsecured senior obligations of MicroStrategy and will bear interest payable semi-annually in arrears on June 15th and December 15th of each year beginning uh, in 2021. The notes will mature on December 15th, 2025 unless uh, earlier repurchased, redeemed, or converted in accordance with the their terms, the firm continued. What's more, those net proceeds of the note of sale will be used to buy Bitcoin. The firm said, MicroStrategy intends to invest the net proceeds from the sale of the notes in Bitcoin in accordance with its Treasury Reserve policy pending the identification of working capital needs and other general corporate purposes. This move comes just after days after MicroStrategy revealed that it bought 50 million in Bitcoin with it now holding just north of 40 thousand bitcoin wow so i have a problem with this what are your what are your what are your problems so or like what is everybody problem? first of all everybody's praising this guy right like he when when this first happened it came uh you know like okay this was amazing we have these corporations now starting to put bitcoin on their balance sheet blah 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 right yep. which in theory, is really good bullish news, which that I'm not arguing. Do you agree with that? Agree 100%. Now, what is the difference between what this guy's doing and some Joe Schmo that wants to mortgage their house to buy Bitcoin? <laughs> There's not. He's taking debt out to buy Bitcoin, to, uh, to right. invest in Bitcoin. Uh, so, like, this is not even his money anymore. He will now be taking debt out to buy Bitcoin. So, playing devil's advocate, um, we know in 2017, the all-time, we'll call the all-time high 20K, even though it didn't really hit 20K, but we'll call it 20K. In your opinion, what was the, what was, what was the prior, like, peak all-time high before 2017? So, going back in time... What was the, what, like, I have a number in my head. I just want to see if it's the same as you have. I, I don't really understand what you're asking. So, okay. So, before 2017, so I mean, if, if when writing, I bought my first, when I bought my first Bitcoin, it was at its all time high at $2,400 at right. $2, or whatever. Correct. So, I guess if you're writing the story of Bitcoin, okay, this is now, it's 2150, uh, and you're writing the story of Bitcoin. And you kind of highlight key moments in time. And one of those moments was 20K in 2017. I, I would say, in my opinion, the biggest, uh, the biggest number prior to that would have been the $1,000 Bitcoin. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Is that, would you agree with that? Or is, is there another number I'm missing? I feel 1,000 is, is 
Sure. The, Let's go. The, with the, that. the previous the big number. Of, yeah. So sure. back in 2017, when we saw people mortgaging their houses um, for Bitcoin, you know, we'll call it 20K at the time, right? When we saw those stories come out. Mm hmm. He's doing it again at 20, like we'll say again, we'll call it 20K today, even though it's technically not, but we'll say he's doing the exact same thing at 20K today, but I don't think it's the same as 20K in 2017. I would equate it more to buying again, uh, you know, when Bitcoin hit a thousand and it went to $300 or $200 or whatever it went to, and then it got back to a thousand. It's like buying then again. So, you know, do you know what I'm saying? You're, you're buying into the momentum. So if you if you if you mortgaged your house at a thousand dollar Bitcoin, after Bitcoin took a bath, so Bitcoin hits a thousand, takes a bath to three hundred, it goes back up to a thousand, and you mortgage your house at a thousand dollars, you would have been just fine. Do you know what I mean? Sure. So what this guy's doing is, you know, Bitcoin went to twenty k, it took a bath, now it's back to twenty k, and he's doing, the, you know what I mean? So I think you're planning for. You know what I mean? It's not apples to apples. He might get fucked. I'm not saying he won't. But at least there's momentum going that way. Do you know what I mean? I, I guess. I would equate <laughs> I mean, it to rebuying at $1,000. But doesn't this seem... I, I just think it seems irresponsible. 100% irresponsible. Uh, that's no my point. That. Like, yeah, that's no. kind of my point. I just don't think he's going to get... Uh, he may not get wrecked like the people mortgaging their house at 20K in 2017. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm not sure. I, those are the same. Like, you're that's results oriented, right? Like right. that doesn't take away the fact that it's uh, irresponsible. 100%. Right? Yes, you're, right. you're no argument. There's no argument for me there. I'm just saying it's as irresponsible it is as it is. I don't think it's as dangerous as it was in 2017. Uh, yeah, yeah. So are you mortgaging your house? I am not mortgaging my house, no. I did that in 2017. The bank won't give me another loan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. Like, I just think that it's kind of, you know, uh, and now is this guy, is this guy everybody's Bitcoin hero all of a sudden? Because uh, you talk about, I, I, he's barely on my radar. Um, it's been like the biggest story. I, first of I'm all, not it's it. the first brief fit dance video. Yeah, I know her more than I know what I guess who the guy is. I guess, um, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's of you know we're I think we're in a time right now where we're seeing more of that. It's more you know big companies buying Bitcoin as opposed to retail investors back in 2017. You know what I mean? Yes, totally. I, um, I get it. So it's just a it's it's a new it's a, it's a little bit of a new world. So I just don't know what the market's how the market's going to react. Um, you know these dips are getting bought up. Like I said, like we said, like I said, I saw a dip at seventeen five today. It got bought the fuck up real quick, uh, just like in the last hour since we recorded. Yeah. We seventeen five, and we're at eighteen three now. It just got bought up. Yeah, but like, when does it? Uh, you know, when does that run out? Like, eventually, people run out of money. Like, look, there's a reason he's taking forty million dollars or four hundred million dollars in debt. Mm -hmm. where's where's the rest of his money it's already in bitcoin right know. <laughs> you know what i mean so like can't can't keep doing this like no you definitely <laughs> can't like it it needs to he needs to see results from this in the near future yeah so you know what i mean to 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 to, to make him look to, to to have him come out smelling like roses bitcoin needs to perform very well in the next quarter or two right so anyway all right well that's my story about that's good uh, um, but yes, irresponsible um, actions. I feel by. like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Tell me. No, I mean, a company shouldn't be doing that. You're 100% right. Like, it's just it's just as irresponsible as, as somebody mortgaging their house. That's what I mean. Like, I just don't think all, it's as dangerous as it would have been for that guy mortgaging his house in 2017. No, I, I think I would agree with you at, at there. But like... And that doesn't make it. It doesn't make it any less responsible, right? Right, or any more responsible, I should say. But yeah, uh, okay. I got a, I got another one here for you. I'm gonna stay on. Uh, I'm gonna stay on my uh, my theme for the for the morning. Uh, crypto exchange Binance 
expects to turn a profit of between $800 million and $1 billion this year, according to CZ. Um, CZ revealed the figures to Bloomberg on Friday after appearing on the 2020 Bloomberg 50 list. That seems like a good list to be on. Uh, Binance's expected profits for this year are almost double of what it recorded last year, um, which is pretty fantastic. Uh, and that was about $570 million according to uh, CZ. Uh, to be sure, the exchange has uh, a bright year. Uh, pardon me. The exchange has had a bright year, so f- uh, far for both its spot and future trading platforms. As of November 30th, Binance's total spot trading comes in at roughly $858 billion, uh, with the total for Bitcoin futures trading volume uh, of roughly $990 billion. Um, so huge numbers there. Um, in terms of open interest, Binance's futures trading platform crossed the $1 billion mark in November. Uh, open interest uh, refers to the value of outstanding futures contracts um, that have yet to be settled. Uh, Binance began offering futures trading uh, on their platform in September of 2019, uh, and they've since grown to become one of the top crypto derivatives exchanges. So um, that is that's interesting. Obviously, back in the day, uh, you know, when we were, I haven't been on Binance in a while, uh, but it was it was for shitcoins, and now it's a lot more. It seems like a lot more um, traditional market. You know what I mean? Uh, platform. Not that they're investing in traditional markets, but the, the, the style is a little bit more traditional. Uh, as for its spot trading platform, Binance has uh, experienced a growth of almost 2.5 times compared to last year's performance. The exchange saw a total spot volumes of around $402 billion in 2019. Uh, Binance also offers options trading, but uh, its data isn't available on tracking platforms yet. Binance's revenue comes uh, from its five core products, which are spot trading, futures trading, options trading, lending and peer-to-peer trading in china um so they're they're definitely um you know uh spreading their wings and uh and and having multiple streams uh of income on their platform interesting what i mean finance is still king i think this oh yeah absolutely absolutely i mean i think the top of the pecking order is definitely coinbase and binance at the time at you know at the moment uh, what do you do you use both still do you what are your personal so you want <laughs> you want to hear something funny i haven't talked about this yet I, and i've been wanting to a couple of times uh when i had my crypto uh stolen from me yeah and and i didn't know what was i didn't know what was compromised uh-huh. i moved all of my big holdings to coinbase immediately uh I, I'm not sure if that was a good decision, um, but that's what I did. Uh, and my my thought behind that was I knew it was insured, and in in my opinion, because uh, I I actually thought my um, my uh, cold wallet was compromised as well, so I couldn't keep anything. I I didn't feel comfortable keeping anything on there. Um, and in my opinion, in the short term, the, the smartest move or the safest move was to move everything to Coinbase. Again, I'm not sure if that's right, but that's what I did. Interesting. So you have everything sitting on Coinbase right now. It's not there now, but at the time I moved everything there because I felt that was the safest place to be just because they had insurance. Um, you know, it was easy to move everything there. Um, but yeah, uh, I had it there for maybe a couple of weeks until I got uh, a new uh, hardware wallet. Interesting. So you're now a Brian Armstrong uh, I mean, fanboy? A handsome motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he could use a beard, though. If I'm just, if I'm you, have the, you have the same haircut. Yeah. I mean, he could use a beard. I mean, that would take him to the next level. Yeah. Uh, uh, he seems like a, too clean for a beard. He might not be able to grow a beard. Uh, he's got that weird... Like, he shaves his head, but there's not, there's not even an appearance of... of debris on his scalp you know what i mean it's, it looks like a clean shaven head meaning he might not have a lot of uh foliage to to play around with he might not be able to grow a, a manly beard like us you know yeah i feel you so <laughs> i mean I, look my beard's coming back pretty strong at the moment so. yeah you got a nice manly beard uh it well i shaved it down and now it's coming back so i had to get mine trimmed for i have a i have an interview today 
Oh, you so got to be on video. I got. I had to be on video the other day, and I look like a homeless person. Really? Uh, and it worked well. I put on like a a, a work sweater. I, I call them work sweaters. You know, like those, yes, I have a bunch. Yeah, of those. yeah. I don't have to explain it to you. Right I know. <laughs> so I put on a work sweater, put my glasses on, and uh, you know, went on camera, and it was. I, again, I look like a homeless person that had a work sweater on. <laughs> <laughs> but it worked well because I got a second interview, and that's today. So I got my hair cut. Got my, uh, you know, which one? My f- which one? What? My wa- what? Which one? Uh, I just both of them. They're both gone. <laughs> but my beard was the worst part. The beard was getting a little too, uh, a little too Unkempt. aggressive. Yeah, a little too yeah. aggressive. All right, we got one last news story here. Um, this comes from the block crypto, as do most of our stories. Biden announces nomination of Janet Yellen to lead the Treasury Department. So President-elect Joe Biden. Uh, are we are we sure on that? Is that official yet? Is that official Boy, now? I feel so bad for you guys. <laughs> like, man, like, again, I'm not a big Joe Biden fan, you know, whatever, you know. But, man, it's, uh, it's rough. Like, there is like half, maybe not half of you guys. A good chunk of you guys who think like the election was rigged, um, and I mean, again, I'm sure elections aren't perfect in the United States. I'm sure elections aren't perfect everywhere, but we'll call it a. We can, I think we can all agree, or maybe you and I can agree that it was. We'll call it a quote unquote normal election, without any shenan- like without any obvious shenanigans. Um, and, and, you know, I feel bad because there's a good chunk of you guys who are getting fed some shitty information that will affect maybe generations of voting going forward. But that's just my two cents. It's it's a shame. It's a shame because, you know, the United States is kind of the beacon of that democratic process, uh, for a long time, you know what I mean? For hundreds of years. Again, it hasn't been perfect, you know, the three fifths thing and some other stuff in the past. Um, but the, the the idea of fair elections has been a, a pretty big feather in the American cap uh, for a long time, um, and I feel like a lot of a lot of damage is being done. So, yeah, not great. Well, so President Elect Joe Biden has confirmed the nomination of former Federal Reserve Chair Janet Yellen as the next Secretary of the U.S. Treasury Department. The Biden transition team announced on Monday. It confirmed that Yellen will be the first woman ever to lead the department or the department. She will also take the reins of a government department that has slowly moved to take a more proactive position on cryptocurrency, particularly Ooh. in the areas of anti-money laundering <laughs> and taxation. I was hoping you were going to say particularly in the areas of Ripple. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Yellen has expressed skepticism about the crypto space, declaring, I'm not a fan at a fintech conference in October uh, 2018. However, she has shown uh, more optimism for blockchain technology, calling it an important technology in January of 2017. It remains unclear what the role of the Treasury Department could play in the launch of a future digital dollar. The Trump administration's uh, Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin has said he doesn't see the need for a digital dollar. So far, Yellen has not commented heavily on the central bank digital currencies. At a 2017 press conference, she said the Federal Reserve stance on the creation of digital currencies saying uh, this is not something the Federal Reserve is seriously considering at this stage. She goes on to say, while we are looking at research on this topic, there are, I think in my mind, limited benefits from introducing it, a limited need for it, and some substantial concerns, she added. (laughs) So uh, this doesn't sound great. (laughs) uh, What's the date of this article? I don't know. Uh, let's Maybe see. This is November 30th. So this is a couple of days old. Okay. Because I think I saw there was a, I think I saw on Twitter yesterday that, uh, I th- is it the G summit that's happening or the G7 summit that's happening right now? Or there's some financial summit happening um, where Mnuchin was at. And he said yesterday that on the talking points, one of the, uh, you know, when he's talking to the financial you know, 
leaders of the world, uh, cryptocurrency was on the docket. So it, it didn't say a positive or a negative, but they were talking about it yesterday at a big financial summit. So I don't know what it means, but it was it was talked about yesterday. Interesting. So, well, uh, this doesn't sound fantastic, though. Uh, no, no, for, not fantastic. For the possibilities of tons of cryptocurrency, um, you know, progression in the next couple of years, it's... Uh, I got some know, thoughts. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know how old this person is. Um, she's pretty old. She looks pretty old. Uh, we know how ancient Biden is. Uh, we know how ancient Trump is. Um we have there's people, laws people are telling me that i'm of great age they say he's, i'm aged he's very like youthful fine, for his age that they say sad. i'm a fine wine people tell me they they say i'm not vinegar i'm not vinegar i'm, <laughs> I'm a fine wine people say this? the grapes the grapes they get this they get smashed i won't be smashed i won't people won't <laughs> smash me they won't turn me into a liquid they just won't <laughs> do it they won't do it uh did you see his um he had a he had a press conference yesterday, and somebody asked him like, "Oh, you know, with COVID, how are you? How are you having holiday parties?" And he's like, "Well, we're actually having Christmas parties." And I was just like, "Ah, oh, that is that's that's actually pretty fantastic." Pure Trump, man, that was so great. Like I was like, "That was a good one. That was a good one." Fucking fire, man! Like if oh, grandpa, that that's pretty good. If my grandpa was that age, like he. I talk a lot of shit about Trump, but man, that guy is lively for his age. Like, he is out of shape. Like, I worry about having a heart attack at 37. Like, this guy's living his best life uh, and is going strong, man. Like, crushes COVID, obviously with, you know, the best possible medicine, but is, yeah, the guy's unstoppable. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, <laughs> but that, I, thought that was, I thought that was pretty great. Yeah, but that's I was a really good response. What are your thoughts on, I think you have to be like 35 to be president in the United States. Yes, I'm right? running next term. I told that's you this. Terrific. That's terrific. Uh, yeah. This is uh, fucking amazing. So <laughs> I th I don't know about you, but I think there should be a limit. I don't think you should be. Yes, there should be a top limit. I don't yes. think you should be over 65 uh, to run. Yeah, definitely not over 70. Right. I think 65 and 35. That's what you need to be to run for any office, whether it be municipal. Uh, I was going to say provincial, but... Uh, state uh or, or federal <laughs> <laughs> or federal um elections i think that i think that's the sweet spot 35 to 65 yeah i would agree fuck everybody that. else yeah fuck everybody else because when you're making policy if you're over 65 you're making policies for stuff that may not even affect you that significantly affects everybody below you correct you know and vice versa right so. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I'm I'm pro that stance. I think that's yeah. I feel like it's a go. I'm I'm a little ageist. I don't want old people running the show. Um, I mean, because there's just sometimes you're just too old, right? I, I yeah. I think again, sixty. You know, you can be sixty-seven years old and be a contributing member to society, but I don't think you should be involved in making policies uh, for the uh, for the group. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm into it. Uh, let's let's stop the count on age. Flip the vote. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> stop, stop the count on your age, please. Yeah, stop counting. Um, anyway, that is going to do it for us for the news. What else we got today, Chamber? Well, we're coming into that time of the year, that special time of the year, uh, where we get far fewer gifts than what, than what we did when we were children. Um, and we're, we're spending more money than we ever did. Um, yes. It's you know, you're, you're about to have a child. Yeah, it's um, really annoying. I, I had uh, you know 2020 was was a was a was a, a different year. Uh, it had its challenges uh, for everybody. Uh, in my household, we had a you know a few extra challenges that we had to deal with. Um, so I really really wanted to make this year like you should see what I got the fucking kids. Like I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say <laughs> it right now because I'm gonna make sure they don't listen to this episode. I got I got a switch for my daughter. She's seven. Uh -huh. She doesn't she hasn't even asked for it. It, it, it's so uh, far away from her, you know, level of like, this is a reasonable gift to ask for. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's going to blow her mind. So I got her like, I don't know. I got her like eight games. Oh I got my God. Her, like, oh yeah. I got her, you know, we got the cat. Uh, I got her, uh, like she wanted this. Now, the, the cat came. The came, it came yesterday. Two days wow. ago. Okay. Ruined my life. Um, but I like it. It's my cat. And. What'd you name it? Uh, Lottie, Lottie, 
Lottie, yeah. L O. Yeah. I didn't come up with that. Believe it or not, it was a leftover name from what we're going to call the kids. Ah, okay. It was a leftover. Is it short for something? Um, it is like it's 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 not like we didn't. It's not short for us for anything, but I believe it's short for Charlotte. Uh, oh, if, okay, yes, Got um, it. like, but we were gonna name our kid Lottie, uh, not Charlotte, um, but we came up with some other names. Got so we we had this one in the bank. Um, so I think that's what my wife wanted to call it. Got it. Um, okay. But yeah, so I got I got my soon to be three year old. So she's two. I got a, f- a new car. I got her a fucking drum set. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> she asked me. She, I said, "What do you want for Christmas?" She's like, "A fire truck and a drum set." I'm like, "You got it." <laughs> uh, so yeah, just pulling out all the stops uh, for Christmas. Um, so all the gifts they could possibly want. Um, so I'm spending way too much money. Uh, but uh, getting back to the all point that, of this, all that insurance money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, all that insurance money. Some of that. Uh, but getting back to the don't point, don't want anymore that you got money for will now be moved into new items. New items that I have no use for. Right. Um, but the reason so for this, are we drafting these? We're what we're gonna do is we're gonna get in the DeLorean. Okay. We're gonna set the flux capacitor for 1994. Okay. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> for the mid 90s, we'll say, and uh, to our childhood. When we were asking for gifts, and we're going to draft our favorite 90s toys. Okay, we're drafting. And we're going to, how many are we going for? Four? Yeah, let's do four. Okay. Um, You go first. Um, (laughs) I'm going to go with, uh, I'm sorry, I'm just writing our names down here. Chamber and Bunchu, and I'm gonna make note of our choices. I'm gonna go with um, Nintendo 64. Fuck, that was my choice. Dang. Really? Yes, that was gonna be my choice, and it's actually uh, because I never got one. That oh, really? One, okay. <laughs> that was the one that, like, that was the one time I think that we asked for like a console or something that we couldn't get. Like so, that one we didn't get. We did not. Do you get remember what? Do you remember what the costs were? Like I feel like now I'm I don't. I have no idea. Honestly, but I do, do you feel that they were like eight hundred dollars? Like the PS Five? Well, PS Five is really like five hundred dollars, but it's it's eight hundred to a thousand on resale. Oh, is it like if if I were to if buy went, one? If you found one in a Target or a Walmart right now, it's four ninety nine. Oh, is that it? Okay. In my head, yeah. it was just like $850 or something. No, people are selling them for over $1,000. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was one that I never got. Uh, so that would have been my my first choice. But um, good choice, I feel like. He's starting off pretty strong. Uh, usually you go a little off the wall to start these polls. Now, now I'm shaking in my boots a little because I'm not really <laughs> sure, not really sure what to pick here. Um, I'm gonna go with, uh, man, for my first draft pick. I'm going with the Bop It. Oh, fuck! <laughs> I was gonna do my second pick. Bop It's a great pick. Bop it! Bop it was a a very popular toy, really cool uh, toy, I believe as well. So and it holds up. Like I think yeah, you can still play a kids. Bop it for sure. I, I think my kid got one for a birthday present or something. Like it's I have one in the house and it's fucking great. Yeah, you um, can for sure still mess around with the Bop it. For bop sure. it! Twist it! Pull it! Yeah. And then there was like the Bop it two or. Um, you know all these other types of boppets. So you, I'm going bop it for my first pick, and now I get I get one coming back. You do have one, yeah. You do, yeah. You can have this one. All right, I gotta try to match you with the console, mm-hmm. so I'm going Game Boy Color. Ooh, you know what? With the Game Boy Color, yeah. We should make a rule: only one console. I think there's only two on this list. There's another one I would have picked. Oh, there it's, is. Okay, instead of Game Boy Color, but I'm, I'm not gonna pick it. But I will. I I'm would going say... with the Game Boy Color. Um, I'm going with the Game Boy Color. Game Boy, so like, you know, when we were kids, it's like you either sat there or 
like the Game Boy was what you had on the go, you know. Yeah. And I did a I did a ton of road tripping when I was. Did you younger. have one? Uh, yeah, I had one. Yeah. I had the Game Gear by Sega. Oh gosh, yes. That, that was, was my. Favorite. I didn't have that one. I had Game Boy. Yeah, I had Game Gear, and I, I had would argue I had the, like both of the versions of the game, like the big ooh, original Game Boy, yeah, yeah. then these like slimmer ones that you see in this picture. I remember um, Kirby on original Game Boy was like one of my favorite games. Oh uh, yeah, Kirby was sick. I've, all the Pokemon games too. I never. I missed Pokemon. Okay. I, it, it missed me. I just. I think I missed the cutoff. It's, got, it's making a big comeback. So I hear. Yeah, everybody's everybody's a big fan of it. Um, yeah. Okay, I got one here. Um, you are a football guy. I played. Uh, I played a, a lot of uh, football uh, when I was younger. Uh, my dad wanted me to be like a football guy. Uh-huh. Um, I actually was, uh, believe it or not, was scouted uh, by uh, by a Canadian uh, university. Uh, really for football. interesting. Yeah. Wow. Uh, my f- one of my favorite toys uh, was the Vortex oh. Nerf football. Yes. Um, I had a. Ca- I I don't know if I still have a cannon for an arm, but I had a cannon for an arm when I was when a kid. you had the Vortex. Oh Especially my! Especially when you. Had I, I, yeah, exactly. And then the Vortex was like. Took it to another level. Like I, I was always a monster child. So like when I was like ten years old, I looked like I was fourteen. Yeah. And you're playing with other ten year olds, and I was a quarterback. Yeah. Uh, just, just a. And when we had the vortex, get out of town. Like it was unfair. Um, I also had, I also have golden hands too. By the way, I was, I was. Uh, Catch anything? Oh my goodness! Like uh, yeah, it was uh, again mo- just a monster kid. My hands were. Uh, you know, also monstrosities. Uh, so yeah, my, my ability to catch was was uh, second to none. But that man, that vortex Nerf football was uh, was the shit for me. Okay, I'm going. Oh no, oh, you I got a second. I got another one. Yeah. Shit. Oh man, I'm nervous now. Uh, see, from here on out, I'm gonna be honest. I don't know. Um. Okay, I got one. Uh, I'm gonna go. I don't like it as a Christmas gift, to be honest. I'm not going to take it. Never mind. I was going to take the Super Soaker. Uh. But I feel that's not a Christmas gift because you can't fucking use it in December. Uh. Right? Yeah. Um, I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm trying to find. I just, I'm just i going through the list here. Uh, there's one I've been I just, just going up and down the list the whole time I, uh, because I know I'm going to miss I'm going to go. Something. I don't know if, if this missed you. I feel this was early 90s. Uh, and I also feel it was for girls, but I fucking loved it. And it was the Skip It. Oh, I uh, love the Skip It. I, yeah. Uh, and then you would just bruise the shit out of your ankles. Fuck off your ankles so bad. Yeah, absolutely. Skip It's a good pick. Okay. Yeah. So that's three for you, right? That's three for me, yeah. Okay. Uh, so you, I'm you rounding, finish off. Yeah. I'm finishing my draft right now. Okay. The first one I'm going to pick... Uh, I was hoping you weren't going to go here after the after you passed on Super Soaker. Um, I'm going to go with the Nerf, uh, the Nerf gun. The what is Ooh. it called here? It's a specific Nerf gun, but all Nerf guns really as a blanket gift. Yeah, a Nerf gun um, is a great gift. Yes, but this one is specifically called which I uh, can't get to it on the list. Um, the I still can't find it, but the I saw it the, too. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to find it myself. It's the one that's the oh here it is. It's number forty five. The Nerf Blaster. Blaster. Uh, this is the one that was like the revolver, and he had right. the the it's the chamber that would rotate. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all Nerf guns, great, uh, great gifts for Christmas. Uh, what was your coolest Nerf gun that you ever had? Honestly. Um, my, it's more recently. Uh, I actually uh, bought a, a new Nerf gun within the last two years, uh, maybe maybe three years. My daughter got invited to a boy's birthday party a couple years ago, and it was a Nerf gun birthday party. So I went and got her the fucking coolest Nerf gun I could find. I don't know what it's called, but it was millenniums beyond what we were used to. And it had like, I think... 25 bullets in the chain like it was like a like a tommy gun type where you would just it it was the coolest thing i've ever seen so i think when i was a kid i think i'm not sure if i had the revolver one um but they were we had i don't know about you like i grew up in kind of a rural area um 
like I grew up in in the the, the dark woods of northern Ontario. Uh, we had guns and like BB guns uh, a lot. Um, so we actually had BB gun. Like I don't. Do you know what a BB gun is? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. Um, we had BB gun fights. Shoot your eye out, kid. Yeah. Exactly. We would have BB gun fights all the time. Uh, <laughs> looking back, not very safe. So. I'm sure I had a like. I'm sure we had Nerf guns, but like we played, we stepped it up. We played with, uh, you know, semi semi uh, deadly weapons. <laughs> yeah, um, I yeah. One of my favorite Nerf guns was um, actually the bow and arrow one. I remember that one. I don't yes, think I ever had bow that. And arrow oh, did one we have that? Maybe now that you say it, maybe I did have that one. It's. T- where it was like it was uh, you would pull it back and it was it would create the air and then you would let go and it would push push it out right yep mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I remember that i do remember that one and That's like good. you could get accurate with that one like you could go target practice you know um uh so that was my favorite all right and then to round it out there's a couple options here that i want to go through um so i'm just gonna walk through my thought process here because it doesn't really matter because you have the last pick anyway um i'm torn between a couple items here i want to pick mighty max i want to mm-hmm. pick uh <laughs> the tamagotchi and i want to pick uh pogs or pokemon cards so um, the tamagotchi and the pokemon stuff i i missed out on okay but yeah, you're you a said, little older than me you mighty said max pogs? is pretty dope you said Pogs, and my eyes lit up. I'm like, I fucking yeah. loved Pogs. Yeah, I loved Pogs. And we used to go to this little card shop and stuff by my house, and we used to go, and the guy had, like, just bins and bins of Pogs and Slammers and shit. And yep. I I had a huge collection. I don't know if you remember this. There were Simpsons Pogs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I had, I would try to collect every Simpsons Pog really? that I could, yes. And that was my favorite Pogs when I was growing up. Um, so I'm going to go with Pogs. That's a good, that's a good I'm going to go with Pogs. So so my list is Game Boy, uh, the... Bop It? Bop It, the Game Boy Color, the Nerf Guns, and Pogs. That is a solid list. Um, I'm gonna. F- I had my eyes on this one. I wasn't sure if you were gonna say it, uh, but it was a worthy adversary when I was a kid. Um, turns out I was really dumb, uh, and and this highlighted. Oh, no, this highlighted you- how dumb I was. Oh, I hope you're gonna pick what I was thinking. I almost picked this. Idea. Simon? Oh no, 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 no? Simon. <laughs> Simon uh, bested me on many occasions. <laughs> Of course, it always uh, won eventually. Uh, Simon always wins, uh, but this is Super Simon, um, and uh, in, in the same vein as Boppet. This is prior to Boppet. Boppet was like the next, um, you know, the next iteration of it, uh, a, a better, you know what I mean, building on prior uh, technology. Uh, but this was prior to the Boppet. But Super Simon or Simon uh, was a game where you had to remember the color pattern, uh, yep. and it was uh, it would win so often. Uh, I, I, I'd be I'd be lucky to get past six. I think most of the time. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. So I have one more honorable mention. Uh, mm-hmm. This is a toy that I actually did have, and I think we did get for Christmas one year. And this is the uh, soccer boppers. Oh, do you remember those? I do. So these were essentially inflatable inflatable fists essentially that you would mm-hmm. put on your hands and box and me and my brother got these and we would do this first of all if you put this out today you would be destroyed it would never make it out today like you were just promoting violence and so <laughs> like you we, me and my brother would go down in the basement and box with these and um i remember i hit him so hard <laughs> one time that it popped and my fist came oh. through it, and, and, po- and uh, got him and connected, just knocked him. Yeah, just oh. fucking knocked him to the ground. <laughs> and for the absolutely record, absolutely destroyed him. <laughs> like the, the the games, they 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 got progressively better. But like you know, I got the tail end of the nine or the eighties. I was like a little kid, uh, but I was mostly the nineties. But there was some dangerous shit when we were kids. Oh yeah, for uh, sure. I'm also going through this list here. Did you see Silly Putty? 
Oh, yes. Yeah. Fat it, Silly Putty. Does it look like you don't want to, like... Yes, yes, yes. I was okay. thinking the same thing. I'm like, I'm going to put my dick in the Silly Putty? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, uh, for the record, I didn't fuck Silly Putty uh, when I was a kid. <laughs> Just FYI. Uh, but now. Um, but so yeah so my my uh so you had bop it game boy color nerf guns pogs i have nintendo 64 vortex football skip it and simon those some the, those some nostalgic some good uh, items. some good both very good i won't yeah. know i don't know what's gonna win i have a feeling you could take this one you could this one's gonna be close i think I yeah think you could take this one anyway all right well that is gonna do it for us anything else before we get going here this morning no uh i was talking to you uh, before the show uh i think my anxiety just kicked in um i have oh. a <laughs> you're gonna I'm do gonna go, you're gonna do great i'm gonna go uh smoke like four cigarettes uh drink two cups of coffee and then ship my pants right before the uh <laughs> right before the interview so uh wish me luck uh <laughs> but uh hopefully we have some good news on the next episode there you go well that's it for us today good luck to our buddy chamber and until next time don't get wrecked and that is financial advice Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. You can help support us by giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and become a wrecked patron by signing up for a monthly tier on Patreon.com. That's Patreon.com forward slash wrecked podcast. Don't get wrecked.